0: Welcome to Grow With The Flow podcast with your friend and host, Itsy. Here, we inspire each other to grow, grow professionally in our career aspirations, and grow personally with our life, relationships, and confidence. All while rolling with the punches, embracing the chaos, and growing with the flow. Welcome back to Grow With The Flow podcast. I am your host, Itsy, and I know some of you may be celebrating today, um, Thanksgiving. Um, I hope you're enjoying your time with your loved ones, and if you're not celebrating for obvious reasons, um, I just want to send you some love, and hopefully this podcast episode can help you with... Navigating family time. I, for one, have a really confusing relationship with Thanksgiving, obviously because of the history with it. Uh, But I also really enjoy quality time and coming together with family on certain occasions. Um, So with that said, I do want to take a minute to acknowledge the indigenous lives that have been harmed in this holiday and the culture and land and generations that have been taken from that community. So if you're interested in learning more about how you can help and how you can uh, support indigenous communities, I've linked some resources in the show notes. Um, But another reason why I have such complicated feelings around the holidays is because it really requires me to spend more time than I would prefer (laughs) with family who, especially extended family, who tends to have no filter, who I only see maybe once a year, twice a year. Um, So whether you celebrate the holidays or not, today I want to talk about setting boundaries. And boundaries is a loaded word, right, that we tend to associate with selfishness. Because if you're like me, you probably weren't given the opportunity to set boundaries. You know, my family my parents in specific were very authoritative. I didn't know privacy. I didn't even know what boundaries were until adulthood. Um, And when you start setting these boundaries and when you start recognizing that you have the power to set them, people react in not the best ways. And because of that, setting boundaries brings up discomfort, it brings up guilt, it brings up fear. But by not setting boundaries, it can leave us feeling resentful, a little insecure, a little misunderstood because people don't know how to treat us or because we wonder why people can't read our minds, essentially, right? It's like we we have this feeling, so they should know that that's not okay, right? And it doesn't always work that way. And both are uncomfortable setting boundaries or not but setting boundaries is actually an act of self-love. I found that it's an act for the people or an act of love for the people around me as well. It's helped me build confidence and it's helped me actually create really healthy relationships. And the thing is that no one really gains anything from us neglecting our own personal needs, but in a society that we've grown up in, especially as women of color, right? It's You have to give everything up for other people, right? You're the natural caretaker. Um, And because of that, it's hard for us to feel like we deserve the time and space and respect. Um, And that's the first step, really, right? Is understanding that we do deserve that, that it's not selfish. And I think, really, until this day, I, I still resent my family a lot for being misunderstood and feeling like... low sense of belonging um since i was the first one to leave home start a family and like especially with again my extended family i rarely see them um and there's an example that it comes to mind when i think about this um last thanksgiving so funny because i actually talked to my coach about this is one of the first conversations i had because i really felt like this was like as i was getting into my inner child healing And my brother made a comment, like I think I walked into the Thanksgiving dinner, everyone was outside and I walked in, I sat like to the side, I greeted everyone just very casually, everyone was already, you know, like laughing, having their best time and I just wanted to like avoid any awkwardness. So I just like sat down, whatever and I think I was like talking in English my family talks Spanish Um, that's like primarily the language that they speak Um, and then my brother made a comment saying like why do you think you're better than everyone else and I still like I'm just like and that's like just one of the first like the worst feedback that you could get like I came down here to spend time with you all like I wouldn't be here if I didn't want to be here right like so I immediately got really defensive but in reality I just kind of felt like I didn't belong I didn't want to cause any ruffles of feathers I didn't I wanted to just be there enjoy time right like I just was kind of assessing the room um so when he said that I realized that to him, it might have seemed like, okay, you think you're better than everyone else. You're coming in here. You're sitting to the side. You're speaking English, but in reality, I was. I felt like I didn't belong, and I think I. I definitely still resent him a little bit for this. But I. I, I think we. I can't really remember, but I think we talked about it, and I kind of. We had like a long conversation. Now I'm remembering. And I had to set a boundary, you know, this is how I feel like I have social social anxiety, I feel like I'm coming to someone else's house that I've never been to. I, I'm still learning, you know, I'm getting to know everyone again, because every year we change, especially after the pandemic, we hadn't had a real life Thanksgiving in like two years. And of course, my brother and sister see my aunts and uncles more often than I do. So of course, I was going to feel a little, Disassociated, um, so I explained that to him. We came to an understanding, but his comment really showed me that I cannot expect people to understand me if I don't speak up, right? Um, and I, I used to think I had to be kind of like the healer of the family. Like I'm the oldest, I should know better. I should have everything together. I should be a great example. But over time, I've kind of let go of that identity. And I've learned that I really can't control other people's assumptions of me or the way that they perceive me and instead really started looking internally and trying to keep that peace within me trying to keep that truth within me and really getting to the bottom of like, okay, why is this triggering me like defensiveness aside, I was pretty angry at my brother that was like an emotional Thanksgiving to be honest, like I always end up in tears at some point (laughs) because and it's it's hard for me because I'm just like I shouldn't be crying because right I can't be a chiona all of these things right so get very easily triggered during these situations but I've treated those triggers sort of like an invitation to like why is this showing up right what is this bringing up for me and more so of like treating them as like a guide to explore and be curious with myself um And I think in reality, I was trying to fix things and make up for lost time or strained relationships, but it only ended up kind of triggering me more, right? It ended up causing me to lose myself and almost just be agreeable and fear being there and just be really in this not great headspace. But after plenty of experiences, like I mentioned with my coach, with lots of therapy and a lot of self-reflecting and tools, I've learned a couple things that I wanna share with you all. And the first is that sometimes setting a boundary is actually being selective about what I share rather than opening up for unsolicited advice, right? So like I mentioned, I really want to create a great impression and I want my family to trust me and see good in me. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I immediately have to be vulnerable or I immediately have to get deep and assume they'll understand, right? Like that's always my go-to. Like I want to like connect on this like deep level and like show them that I'm human, but it ends up almost backfiring. So I've learned to kind of, it's okay to make small talk sometimes with family members. It's okay if I don't have to prove myself worthy um, because again, in the past, that's really just how I have completely lost myself. Didn't even recognize myself. And let's be honest, it's going to take a lot more than just one dinner, one holiday dinner. Um, and I just didn't want to show up performative, right? I wanted to create safety within me. So setting a boundary can look like being selective about what you share. And because of that, I think it's taught me empathy and not to take things personally. If people are not getting deep with me, if people react a certain way, I've been able to hold space for all of that, right? Everyone is working through something and honestly, their refusal to work through their inner wounds doesn't have to be my responsibility. And I feel like for a long time, I definitely made it my responsibility and I made me really sad and disappointed and angry that like no one was no one was taking ownership but how could they I had never actually set a boundary to allow them to set some for themselves right um so that kind of brings me to my next thing about boundaries is that really I can only control my own reactions to a situation I can't control how other people will respond to a situation as much as I really want my parents to heal, as much as I want my siblings to see where I'm coming from, as much as I want them to feel safe in talking to me and setting a boundary, I can't do that for them. I can only choose how I react. And y'all, easier said than done. Like I'm picturing myself and how many moments I've been triggered and how I react Sometimes it doesn't feel good and the amount of times that I've been called sensitive or chiona or dramatic when setting when setting a boundary are so many. But I know deep down that like really keeping my inner peace instead of being right has been more beneficial to my growth, has been more beneficial to my partnership, has been more beneficial just to my life because when I leave, right, I take that inner peace with me. And I'm not saying, okay, let's dismiss these people gaslighting you um, because that's unacceptable, right? If you feel safe enough and you feel called to hold people accountable, totally valid. I get that. But sometimes it's just like not worth my energy. And again, being stubborn, being a Taurus, being the eldest daughter, that is just so hard for me to do. And I think in family settings, what happens is that I revert to my inner child. I will feel very helpless, I will feel really like invalidated, I will just feel like five-year-old me, five-year-old Itzy, and my therapist actually offered this tool that I want to like offer to all of you that I feel like has been really helpful for me. One, I will say like it's important to do the inner child work, like I've done it for multiple years, and I think without have having done that, I probably wouldn't be able to use this tool as effectively, but try it, let me know <laughs> how it works for you. But she was like, in these moments with your family, in these conversations, when you react, ask yourself, How old am I? And it sounds so basic, but when I'm able to tell myself, like, I'm 29. How would 29-year-old me react in this situation? It changes everything, right? Because I immediately would have reverted to 5-year-old me, 9-year-old me, 13-year-old me. But it's like, no, I am 29 years old. And 29-years-old me feels like they would react with compassion, with a little bit more grace, without the fear of being disliked, a little bit more... um, with a little bit more directness, right? Like just a little bit more confident. And this was just a game changer for me because I'm 29 years old, I'm almost 30. I think I can set a boundary or two and I'm not gonna get in trouble, right? Um, And even with that, like creating boundaries sometimes means like setting internal boundaries for yourself, so like me talking to Lupo and being like, hey, I really only wanna be here for this long. I have an, an like let's say we have an event after or we have to come back the next day I'm not staying the full week or the full weekend like really setting boundaries within that will help me with how long like with that kind of capacity to hold so much right so that's not selfish right it's really helpful for all of us like if I know that at two hours I am maxed out on this then like why wouldn't everybody else want that for me i'm not going to be there like debbie downer causing a scene right so um and even if i do cause a scene like i want to be really mindful even if i do overreact quote unquote or do not react in the way i had originally intended it's helpful to remind yourself that it's okay it doesn't mean that you're starting all over it doesn't mean that the work you've been doing isn't meaningful It's because our nervous system doesn't feel safe. Our nervous system still has to catch up, right? So then I have to regulate it. And then I have to find safety in those emotions, those things that are coming up, which again can be hard around people that don't make it easy. So maybe that means I need to remove myself from it. Maybe I need to step into the restroom and take a few breaths. Maybe I need to go for a walk. I need a journal, whatever's going to help me cope, right? And I can picture myself walking out of that dinner and, People being like, oh my gosh, she can't take it. She can't handle it. But like (sighs) protect your inner peace, right? Which brings me to the next point is just because you're triggered does not mean you're growing. This one's still really hard for me to wrap my head around because I'm a perfectionist, a recovering perfectionist that wants to be good at everything that she does. And my healing journey has woke me up, has humbled me and has reminded me that it's a lifelong journey and that there's also a lot of growth that happens privately, right? Like I've had, I've had so much growth and I'm able to set boundaries and I'm able to really reconnect with them, with myself in really just the four walls of my apartment. I've been doing better in the workplace and with friendships, but it's a whole other battle with other people who may have even caused some of these wounds to begin with, right? That may have Cause some of those triggers to begin with. So, just because I'm triggered doesn't mean that I'm not doing the best that I can, that I'm not on a healing journey, that I haven't put in the work, that I'm not making progress, right? And it also doesn't mean that it's not necessarily a safe space, right? Like, there's been often, there's been so many spaces where, like, they've intentionally made them safe spaces and I still don't feel safe. So, again, back to the body, back to the nervous system. It's totally okay. So I think it's important to acknowledge that personal responsibility, right? Why is it that in certain situations, even if it is a safe space, you don't feel that way? Like, how can this be a guide? How can this be insight to what needs a little bit of attention? And again, this doesn't mean beating yourself up to feel better. Like, it's not going to work. Trust me, I've been there and it's not going to work. So I think it's better to really understand the root of why something is triggering you and that requires vulnerability. That requires a lot of attention. It requires some introspective, introspectiveness. <laughs> um, understanding that than actually trying to control what is happening in that situation, right? Like we're never going to win if we're trying to control what is happening if i had tried to control why my brother was saying what he was saying why he shouldn't say that it probably could have gone messy real quick but instead i really looked within and i was able to kind of address it and i was able to have like a really mature conversation about it right so when you sit with your triggers and you unpack them they slowly kind of move into the past and then you were able to heal a little bit deeper and I want you to know that doesn't have to be alone like I there was no way I could have done it on my own I wouldn't have even known where to begin if I didn't have the help of my therapist and the help of my coach and the help of Lupo the people around me that allowed me to get messy and dig deep and figure out those things that i thought i didn't like about myself or thought were unlikable parts of myself right so with that being said i think boundaries feel selfish and feel bring up guilt is because we don't recognize that we get to make our own choices right because we're afraid that people might not approve of them we're afraid that it might hurt someone's feelings. We're afraid that it might push this person away, right? But you do get to make your own choices, even if they don't make sense to others, right? And they don't have to be black and white. They, I feel like for me, they look different from day to day. They look different depending on the people that I'm with. But people don't have to understand why I live my life the way I do, why I... For example, don't eat meat. Why I gained weight this year? Why my husband and I don't have a house yet? And why we're still living in an apartment, right? Like they don't have to understand why, but I can still mention that I would appreciate if they didn't ask those questions, right? So I no longer, because of these boundaries, I don't feel the need to over-explain myself and justify other people's behaviors. And if I feel safe, which I feel like I've, began, I've learned to create a lot more or be more selective about where I speak up and where I hold people accountable. But if you feel safe to do so, you can speak up for yourself. And it doesn't have to be confrontational. My client and I were actually just having this conversation about why it feels confrontational or why it feels disrespectful to set boundaries. Her example was from from a leadership work business perspective um, to her staff, right? But it's the same with family, right? Just because we were conditioned to think, don't disrespect your parents, you're not allowed to disagree with them, that's disrespectful. It doesn't mean that you can't set boundaries in this very respectful way. And for me, like I mentioned earlier, right? Like I carried that with me because I had the, I still do. I have the constant fear of getting in trouble. You know, I felt paranoid of saying or doing the wrong thing. But again, if I expect people to love me for me, to accept me, for me to even embrace my own self, I have to be around people that can do the same. So I have to start by expressing my truth. And this can happen while honoring other people's, right? Like I might set a boundary, someone might set one back. Okay both can coexist, even if it doesn't align with mine, our truths can coexist, we can honor each other's, right, we can respect each other's, and the next point that I have is, like, based on feeling misunderstood, right, like, it can be a really lonely journey, people don't get it, a lot of people in my life don't set boundaries, like, I know with my little sister, she's funny, I, like, I've tried to encourage her to set boundaries. And when she comes over and stays with me and Lupo for the holidays, we encourage her to set boundaries. But sometimes I think she takes it a little too far, but that's (laughs) neither here nor there. Um, But like, I am showing her an example, right? I'm kind of like leading by example. And My parents don't set boundaries either. Like I see them not set boundaries rarely with like work, with each other, right? So it's going to feel lonely, especially if you're the first one to do something, right? It always feels that way. But again, it's not your responsibility to justify those boundaries to others. And we all heal at different paces. We're all doing the best that we can. Some of us choose not to heal and that's totally fine. But just it doesn't require you to like meet them where they are necessarily like just because someone doesn't set boundaries doesn't mean you don't have to think about like the opportunities that you can give someone when they know that they're safe to set boundaries think about how supported you will actually be when you set boundaries like I think that was the biggest thing for me like setting boundaries with my dad when he was calling me at all times to talk about money that was a that was a really hard conversation had I had to have I had to have it like multiple times multiple multiple times and eventually he got the hint eventually he respected them took a while scaled back a little bit but he got the hint and now he supports them he supports them and now he sets his boundaries too right so like although it doesn't happen right away like what a beautiful example it is to just like give boundaries respect boundaries receive boundaries and just all have like these like healthy relationships and again people will only meet you where they are and it's not personal and it's okay to make space for conversations right like when I first had that conversation with my dad I was like he was like why not oh my god like he would be like Qué dramática. I see like right like shaming me and guilt tripping me and I was like okay let's have a conversation about it this is why you know you're taking up mental space or I right now is just not I had a really rough day at work like I choose when I and it's not over explaining I choose because I love my parents that I wanted them to understand where I was coming from right so if they can't meet you where they are where you are it's not personal and it doesn't really mean to block out people although some boundaries do look like that you literally have to cut people off because they just do not get it but really, I think for me, the goal was to solidify relationships, to make space for understanding, um, just to grow as as humans. Um, so with all of that being said, I just want to remind you that you're not mean for setting boundaries. You're not a bad person for setting boundaries. You're not being dramatic for setting boundaries or for holding people accountable or for speaking up. It's okay to be protective of the life you've built, of the healing you've done. And it's normal to feel a sense of discomfort when you're advocating for yourself, right? Because we've never really been encouraged to do those kinds of things. So be kind to yourself when you find yourself in unfamiliar or uncomfortable situations. Like I think about growing up in school, right? Like when teachers did things that just were not appropriate or just like right by me like how many times I kept my mouth shut past past relationships did things that did not sit right by me that made that really hurt me and I didn't speak up and I'm not not here to shame the person I once was because that's what I thought I needed to do to survive right but like just remember we're doing the best we can and try to be really kind to yourself um and hold space for that grief sometimes we'll grieve because people don't get understand us sometimes we'll grieve because we will lose people by setting boundaries hold space for the joy because you people will receive your boundaries will respect them for the resentment for the people that don't for the pride that you have and the pride that you have for your family the confusion the peace and just remember that you're on your own side right the fact that you're listening to this episode the fact that you're thinking about being a good person of thinking of reconnecting with your truth means you're doing a great job so if the holidays feel hard for you just know that you're not alone and it's okay to have these conflicting feelings around this time of year it's not going to be perfect I always think of like (laughs) this is so funny that I'm bringing this up but it's because I've been watching Gossip Girl and we're on the Thanksgiving episode um like had that that family I mean they could definitely use some boundaries and just some open communication but like it's gonna feel really uncomfortable at the time being but like had they set boundaries how much more of a better Thanksgiving would they have had (laughs) so just let all of those feelings exist there's nothing wrong with you I'm sending you so much love and if you have any questions or you want to talk about it I'm here for you let me know if any of this resonated with you if you have any experience with setting boundaries um I know I have a upcoming podcast episode with my good friend Karina and we actually she's like the boundaries queen so we're gonna get into that a lot more and that'll be out um I think on the 8th. So a couple weeks from today. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to share that with you all. Boundaries are tough, but boundaries, boundaries are peace. Boundaries help us grow and they're necessary, right? They're necessary, especially after the last years we've been through, after all of us doing the best that we can, struggling mentally. And I'm talking about myself here with anxiety and seasonal depression we just all have our own things going on and and people I appreciate I appreciate it so much where I when I when people tell me how to love them or like give me a guide to where I went wrong or where I could have met them right like I really it it means to me it shows that you care enough about a relationship to talk about right so I want you to expect that everyone is gonna feel that way even though some might not um, start slow and i hope again that you enjoy the last few weeks of 2023 i have like i mentioned a lot a, a few upcoming episodes that you're all really going to enjoy um but again if you enjoyed this podcast episode don't forget to leave a review share a little snippet on your instagram stories there might be someone else that needs to hear this um but as always thank you again for listening and i will talk to you next time bye thanks for listening to grow with the flow podcast if you haven't already be sure to subscribe for your bi-weekly dose of motivation and inspiration highlighting successful women of color living a successful unapologetic life both professionally and personally don't forget to leave a review share the episode with a friend or if you can't wait until the next episode Catch up with me on Instagram at Grow Podcast or at itsycanales.